Listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast where verily we say unto you, What ye have done unto the least of these, my brethren, ye have done it also unto Garfield. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. And my name is Josh Gates, and I'm actually Jim Davis. John, Josh, yes, Jim Davis. Chris. Today is Wednesday. The 7th of November, 1979. That's 11779. 117179, more accurately. Uh, guys, we're looking at the 507th ever Garfield. What happens in today's Garfield? Well, in today's exciting episode of Garfield, a stranger arrives in town, trailing mystery and danger behind him. Oh, that's a... 100% accurate. Yeah, you actually read this one, right? That's almost true. Uh, I, you know, I think that fits beautifully with today's episode. I I did not read this one before <laughs> I wrote that synopsis. But wow, I'm fucking stuck at clock, right? So this is from the point of view... Synchronicity. ...of someone who lives wherever John is. As he's yeah, visiting. Yeah, yeah okay. I think I think we've uh, well okay spoilers but uh, tomorrow John's at the beach and I think we have established the beach town in Indiana that John goes to when he goes to the beach I cannot remember the name of it it's on um, Lake Michigan was that a canonical episode in which we uh, established that I mean it was canonical that it was a thing we said do you think that this synopsis was penned from the point of view of the hotel clerk. I think that synopsis was penned from the point of view of a guy who was trying to write all the synopses really quickly while eating dinner and didn't bother to look at any of the strips. And also, yes, it's the, it's the perspective of the hotel clerk. Chris, if you were really dedicated to this podcast, you would eat dinner while you recorded it right. instead of while you're preparing for it. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a, fair, that's a fair criticism, John. Hey, I'm apologizing again. I can't remember who complained about the crunching noise. Hey, I'm not sorry. John, I'm, I'm, not leaning, I'm not leaning into Crunch the mic. quieter. Okay. Panel one. Ah, okay. Let's talk about panel one. John Arbuckle presumably arrives at a hotel. There's no real background here, but there's a desk with a book and a bell on mm-hmm. it. You know, a ding ding bell. And that implies to me that it's a hotel, also because there's a man with a little black necktie and white shirt and no chin. Really strange uh, little tie, too. I'm glad you zeroed in on the fact that he has no chin. Mm -hmm. Hair pushed straight back. He looks a bit like a Muppet. Yeah. And, like... I know, I know that no characters in Garfield have foreheads, but this guy really <laughs> has no forehead. Yeah, there's no room there for a forehead. He's probably bald, and his eyebrows are a comb over. <laughs> I mean, he's he probably that way. I mean, look. I mean, it's not funny, but he's probably inbred or something. We probably shouldn't laugh mm-hmm. at it. Yeah, poor guy. I mean, he's he's wearing a weird tie, no pants. Oh, we can laugh at the tie. That tie sucks. He looks like somebody grabbed his tie and cut it with scissors, like in a movie. 
Stockard Channing cut his tie. Anyway, I think I, I look at the expression on the guy's face. I think based on that look, what he's thinking is that in Tehran today, Prime Minister Mehdi Bazargan's provisional revolutionary government dissolved, conceding power to the Islamic authority of Ayatollah Ruhollah Khomeini. But you didn't want Wait, to hear about our dips. What's his first name? Rahola? Which one? What? The last one. The Ayatollah. The, the Prime Minister. Oh, uh, the, Ayatollah the Ayahuzits. Khomeini. That's just that dude's name. That's that guy's name. What's his first name, though? I don't think I knew his first name. Ruhola. Ruhola? Yeah, that's just his name. That sounds fake. It's not. It's R U H O L L A H. Anyway, John says to the Ayatollah, I'd like a room for the night. No punctuation. Yep. Yep. I feel like... Unless you count the apostrophe. Okay, fine. Fine, pedants. Okay. (laughs) Yes. I'd like... Yes, yes. You have an apostrophe there. Okay. I feel like there should be a suitcase in John's left hand. No terminal Yeah, I mean, did he even pack his bags? He told his cat to pack bags. If you look at his hand, it looks clearly as though it was holding something. That the thumb is still... But there's nothing in there. Because he put it down. He's at... (laughs) He's at the front desk. How does, how does the position of his hand indicate that he used to be old? You walk up to the front desk. You put down your bag. His thumb is still sticking out. Wait, well, you, you put down the bag and then you keep your hand in the same position? I'm just saying, he just put that fucker down. Changing the He's way like, your hand is God, it would, it would be is too, hard. So. It would be too much work to move my and, You know, if it's a heavy bag, position. if it's a heavy bag... I'm going to have to pick it up again later. Yeah. Why move my fingers? No, it's a heavy bag. Your hands sort of, your muscles sort of like, uh, you, you know. You just keep your hand ready to pick it up again, they get, right? You get, they get stuck in that position, you know? It's just... Yeah, but, I mean, spoiler alert, in panel three, he picks it up with his right hand, well, he's not a... his left hand. This is John fucking Arbuckle. He's breaking like, the rules. Why are we surprised by anything at this point? I mean, yeah, there's no period at the end of a sentence in the first panel. And I and don't know why you're he, even bothering. He picks to up the suitcase with his other hand. Yes, he's a crazy man. There's never terminal periods in Garfield. I'm just saying. That's just not a thing. Like I don't know why that's even worth commenting on. <laughs> it's actually like an in fiction established convention. I'm sorry. You, you, at least you guys want to start this episode over again? It's like you might as well be saying like John in panel one, John Arbuckle has bubble eyes. Mm-hmm. And is wearing pants. Unlike <laughs> the concierge. True. It's true, he's wearing pants. <laughs> oh, yeah, did you guys... <laughs> the concierge is not wearing pants, I forgot. Well, we have no reason mm-hmm. to believe he is. Yeah. I mean, we have no reason to believe that the concierge has legs. <laughs> you think he? You think he's like a robot or something? I'm just saying, you know, Occam's razor, I don't see any legs. I think he has a, like a contingent of of like robot spider legs. That's what I think. Yeah, it's the simplest explanation. Parsimony. Tentacles. Panel they, two. Okay, go on. Uh, the concierge asks a question <laughs> I would not expect to be asked at a hotel. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've John. Have you ever checked into a hotel and the concierge goes, "Any pets?" <laughs> I guess not. I mean, but that is... That's not a standard question. But it is something... Well, I don't know. Maybe this is like a pet-themed hotel or something. Um, There's so much we don't know. 
Uh, John Arbuckle what spread is this no. again? Which one is this? The I cheese? don't remember oh, what kind. Oh, tree line it's herb garlic. Oh, mm. let's see how herbs garlic is. God, mm. John Arbuckle says no. Oh, that's pretty good. He's signing, he's signing the guest book, and uh, with and his he, right hand, his left hand is suspiciously behind his back. He's also like seriously booty tooching. Yeah, I'm glad you. Yeah. I'm glad you you mentioned that. He is really leaning forward. He is signing that book from across the room. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe the concierge smells bad. His, his posture is so weird and it kind of looks like he's scratching his butt or maybe mm. picking his butt or trying to get his underwear yeah, his, out of his crack. His butt is enormous in that pail. Mm. I wonder I why. I mean, well, he, I mean, he's a, he's a fairly svelte individual, but... The way he's bending over like that, it's like his 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 ass is like the same size as his torso. It's almost like he's concealing something back there. Mm, what's he hiding from us? Panel three, it's Garfield. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. We see Garfield's tail coming out of coming out of John Arbuckle's ass, I guess. Um, because is he? That's where you smuggle a cat to go. Yeah. Garfield is inside of John's anus. <laughs> Look, we've all we've all been there. Look, Garfield may not have. We've a all been inside of John's anus. True, but John Arbuckle does. Um, and the the hotel clerk, who we've been referring to as a concierge, I'm not sure. Have we? That's accurate. Have yes. we really? I didn't. Yes, I missed that completely. John, pay attention. I said. Pay I said atti- clerk. Pay attention. Uh, yeah, he's looking at that tail, and he's like, "What?" Um, there you go. That's he's a, like that's a he's strip. like the hotel clerk from the producers. Yeah, he's like, "I'm um, not a clerk. I'm a concierge," and it's supposed to be funny. Oh, is that funny? I, you I, know, I never saw the I producers. I didn't say it was funny. Really? I've never seen the producers. It's a great. It's a great movie. I mean, I just made fun of it, but it's a great movie. Is it? I mean, I heard that part <laughs> with the clerk isn't funny. No, it's just, it's your typical, like, Mel Brooks bit that just fails completely. It's like, why is this supposed to be funny at all? Uh, I like Mel Brooks. Don't get me wrong. You're not, you're not selling this movie. I don't feel like I want to see this movie now. I think it's my favorite Mel Brooks film. Okay, top five Mel Brooks films, Okay, all right, in no order. uh, No, you got to do them in order. uh, Starting with number five. Can you I, already said number one is the producer. Can I go backwards? I didn't. No, I think you just said. You just said. I would actually okay, put okay, the producers at number two. Okay, start at five. I don't know that I like that many of his films. John, there. Logically speaking, Ugh. there has to be a top five, even if number five. Uh, is um, Spaceballs. Okay, number five is Spaceballs. Okay. Um, no, I'm sorry. Number five is Young Frankenstein. Wow. I, not a, huge, not a okay. huge Young Frankenstein fan. Number okay, four funny. is Spaceballs. Number four is Spaceballs. I don't know what number three is. And number two is The Producers. <laughs> and number one is Blazing Saddles. I guess number three is Robin Hood Men in Tights then. Okay, then that's actually number five. I haven't because, seen because because it's the only other Mel Brooks movie I could think of. What about oh, the right. History of the World I Part think... One? Hi, uh, high anxiety. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did we tell what happens at the? Yeah, yeah. Did okay, they make a did. movie right. out of the two thousand year old? 
dude. Whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. So much, for I so was hungry. Dip. Oh, God. Gotta and you gave dip. me lasagna. Mm. I was thirsty, and you gave me coffee. I was Lyman, and you invited me in. <laughs> I needed clothes, and your mother knit me a sweater. I suffered a nap attack, and you cared for me. <laughs> I was in Liz, the veterinarian's office, and you came to visit me. You can something, something. Oh, yeah. You support the program. Leave us a review on iTunes or the podcatcher of your choice. Why not visit our website? Beingjimdavis.com. Uh, you can do all whatever there. Email the show. Info at beingjimdavis.com. Complaints and corrections. Emily at beingjimdavis.com. You can follow us on Twitter at beingjimdavis. Follow me at the Chris Winter. And I am at InscrutableTaco on Twitter. I can also be found on Steam. My username is Big Nose Caveman. And I'm on Instagram at Josh Gates Art. Thank you for listening, you bunch of animals. See you in hell. See you in hell. That's a good sign up. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>